With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This FPL season has definitely been go, go, go. A nonstop hustle all the time. Matches, deadlines, unexpected blanket double game weeks, on top of everything the real world has had in store. Sometimes you need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. For me personally, supporting Fulham during this last year has been a true roller coaster ride. Honestly, when that Adama Traore goal flew past Areola in the 92nd minute of game week 31, the only thing that saved my mental state, the only thing that calmed my nerves, was cracking open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And listen, everyone, summer is pretty much here. It's about to get hot in New York. An ice cold Coors Light is such a perfect way for me to beat that summertime heat. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hail cheaters and welcome to the Always Cheating Fantasy Premier League podcast. My name is Josh and I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I'm great. Happy to be here for our first ever draft live draft special. That's right. It's a live draft. We are uh, we're actually together for this. Many people don't know this, but we actually record these podcasts typically uh, virtually. Uh, Brandon and I are actually uh, computer simulations and not uh, real people. But today, like the movie Weird Science, we have uh, we have taken on a. Uh, a, a human form, and we are recording uh, our first ever draft special. We're in my tiny Brooklyn apartment. I'm in an, a different room from Josh, but because my apartment is so small, I could almost reach out and, and touch him right now. It's not that small. <laughs> yes. So this is actually going to be uh, really exciting. We're going we're gonna to test out the FPL's new draft game by recording live, both Josh and me selecting uh, our draft picks for our for our new draft teams. Yeah. So the whole deal is it's going to be we'll we'll alternate picks, go back and forth, and we're we're in a countdown clock right now for when the live draft actually gets kicked off by the site. What's our countdown at right now? We got we got eleven minutes to go until the draft uh, until the draft actually starts. So we we love full de- full full disclosure at always cheating. So should we tell the listeners that this is actually our second time doing the draft? Yeah, the second time, we actually were going to start like an hour ago. And then somehow, despite the fact that we're, this is like the 90th podcast episode recorded, we have technical difficulties every single time we record a podcast. There's always something that goes like just like a little bit askew. 
Uh, and this time around, we started doing the draft, but uh, we were trying to get. We actually were in the same room. Well, not to get, not to bore anybody, but we were. We had to move rooms to make everything work. Uh, and then the the draft actually started, and so I I basically freaked out and instantly well, and deleted. I, the I, I think this is actually a pro tip for anyone who's getting ready to schedule their draft: is that there is no button that you press on the draft page that says "Start Draft Now." You actually can only schedule time on the half hour or hour, and the draft will begin whether you like it or not. And you can't pause or... Or anything like that. So yeah, we we sat down. The draft began, and we were trying to also record a podcast at the same time. When our, our heads kind of exploded. And I also didn't know uh, where I could see your team. Uh, that for anybody who was, who's also had this, the same issue I had uh, on the drafted, like when you actually get into the draft room, uh, there's drafted teams, and your the team the players that you need to pick, and you need to pick a full fifteen teams. Um, the, the slots available that you are listed there, and then there's a little drop down, and you can look at the other person's team as well, so you can actually see who, you know, who's no longer available. So, yeah, you want to talk a little bit, Brandon, about the ways that the draft game differs from the the standard game? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I played a draft fantasy Premier League game once before. Last year, I played Roto Premier League, which is a, a great version of the game, and there's custom scoring, which is interesting. The way it's working here with FPL is, um. The draft game has the exact same scoring as the regular FPL game that we know and love. So it's three points for an assist, four to five to six points for a goal, depending on your position on the field, and so on and so forth. But what makes draft different is is uh, only one person can own Harry Kane. So if you draft in Harry Kane, nobody else in your league can have him. And uh, that makes things pretty interesting. Now, nobody can you can't have Harry Kane, but then you could be the only one that has Romelu Lukaku. You can tell Josh and I have already discussed who is going one and two in our in our uh, draft. So um, that really makes things interesting to see who goes hot and cold. And then through the season, how it becomes competitive is any players that don't get drafted in at the start go up on uh, the waiver wire. Right. one thing we'll learn about the draft as we go is if you thought the the weird lingo and terminology for FPL was was strange and there's a learning curve. I mean, we're talking about things like streaming, VORP, <laughs> right. uh, waiver wire. Yeah. It, it's all new stuff. So Yeah, it's familiar. If, if you've done any American-style fantasy, most, most American fantasy games are draft-style games. Um, I'm not really sure why it was why they, the fantasy game didn't really take off as draft format to, to start with. And I, I mean, to be honest, I think I still, well, we'll see, right? This is kind of a test run for us. So Brandon and I, uh, as anyone who's listened to the podcast for a couple of years knows, um, we have this 50 buck cup. We have this, this sort of, you know, weekly competition with each other. It drives us like to the brink of insanity. Sure. Uh, it really does. I don't know why, like it might as well be like $5,000 or 20 or something for the level of like competitiveness that we that we actually we actually tied last year, but Brandon won in a technicality, uh, so it's very <laughs> because I crushed you in overall points. Sure. That's, that's the technicality we're talking just, about here. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but we um, so th- this year we decided the 50 buck cup will be a uh, a draft format league. So it, the, it's actually only the two of us in this draft. Uh, so our teams are going to be utterly loaded, uh, yeah. which I'm looking forward to. So 15 total players on each squad. So there are going to be 30 players loaded up total in our our draft league, and they're going to be predictably 
the 30 best players in the what entire you, league. Yeah, what do you think the, like, in terms of the teams, where teams finished last year, what do you think the lowest, like, ranked team is that might make your draft team? Like, or, like, like, a player from the lowest ranked team in terms of, like, finish last season. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you have to start looking at defenders and goalkeepers for low-ranked team. The sort of similar logic that you're applying to the, your regular FPL team. Burnley would be in contention, yeah. I suppose, because a, a goalkeeper like Tom Heaton mm-hmm. can really be sensational for you. But I think... Someone like Gilfie Sigurdsson, maybe? Or maybe, maybe, maybe Gilfie. Gilfie. I, think, I think if you were to average it out, well, not not actually average, but Southampton might be sort of the low point. Right. And then... They finished, te- what, sixth last year? You know? yeah, yeah. No, so not very low is what I'm saying. But then I think there will be odd, odds here or there that are below below that six, seven, eight position on the table. What about you? Yeah, I, I was thinking along the same lines. I mean, it's definitely going to be very top six focused. I, maybe they, maybe Southampton finished like seventh last year. Uh, I, you know, I could see some uh, Everton players uh, cropping up. In general, maybe some Leicester players. I mean, I you know, Christian Fuchs might might be a fifth defender type player that you want. Yeah. I mean, you know, and really, you know, for a two person league, um, you can really load it up. I mean, obviously, if you're in a if you're in a larger league. Um, you're going to really have to to look at the at the at the lower ranks. I mean, very similar to an NFL fantasy thing. You have to. Brendan brought up the word VORP earlier. Um, if you're you know, if you're like a stat kind of person, then you know that VORP means value over replacement player. Um, it's uh, you know pretty pretty common in like baseball, for example, um, as as a term even for people who don't play fantasy sports. Um, but give me the brief like 15 second elevator explanation of what value over replacement player is. Right. So, and I I'll just use like a baseball terminology. Okay. Because it's something I'm I'm just I'm more familiar with the language. Of I that. saw a baseball game once, so this is really gonna. <laughs> Yeah, but basically, um, you know, the way you measure a player isn't just um, isn't just you know sort of what they can do on the field, but if you look at the league as a whole, what does that player offer over a similar player in that position, right? So, um, you know, a lot of um, in baseball, you have a lot of first basemen who can hit home runs, you know, and they, they're a very valuable player. Uh, but because so many people can do that, there's actually a lot more value in a pitcher who is you know consistently going into the seventh inning and throwing, you know, shutouts and and things like that. Um, So it just sort of, you know, just depends on where, like, I feel like I'm not explaining this very well. Basically, you know, I'm with you. Yeah, go ahead. I I guess, I guess what I want to think about how will we have like five minutes left before the draft starts four minutes and 23 seconds. Okay. What I'm interested in thinking about is how long term is a draft player, draft fantasy player versus the long-term nature of a regular FPL player. So if you're talking about VORP, and if we use a midfielder as our uh, VORP example, do you think you're going to be keeping a midfielder in your draft team, like like your lower-tier midfielder, right. longer on your draft team than you might suffer with them on your FPL team? Yeah, probably, yeah. you know, because you don't want the other player to snatch them up on the waiver wire if you if you drop them. Like, let's say that, you know, if um, if, you know, you pick up, um, let's say Sergio Aguero, right? This guy is someone who gets injured very often. Sure. Uh, and Sergio Aguero will often uh, have like some knee injury that keeps him out for like three game weeks. It's always it's, you know, with Aguero, it's always he's going to be out for the whole season and then it's a month and then it's two weeks. Right. Yeah. Right. And then he's back and he's back with a vengeance. Right. Exactly. So I, I, I get what you're saying here is 
the in the regular FPL game, everyone has Sergio Aguero when he's firing, he gets injured, then everyone uh, sells Aguero. It's no problem. Right. But in the draft game, if you're the player that own, you're the one guy in the league or gal who has Aguero, he gets injured, you drop him. Somebody else in your league is going to jump on him because right. he's a really, really valuable asset for when he comes back from injury. Right. And then you'll never be able to get Aguero back. Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, the other thing I'll say about draft is, uh, and this is de- definitely comes from my, my NFL experience. Uh, if you're looking at starting a league, I would um, I'd be very selective about the people that you invite to play in your league. Uh, because in the NFL, and this season is about a third as long as the, um, as the Premier League season. Uh, you have people about eight weeks in who just stop playing, right? They yeah. don't care, they get busy with work, whatever. Um, and you get this in the in the regular fantasy Premier League game, but that doesn't matter as much because you can still play for overall rank. You can still, you know, it's still total points, um, you know, even, even a head-to-head. But like, you know, but in this game, if they just stop playing and they have, you know, I don't know, Eden Hazard and Harry Kane and a few other top players. That just means for the rest of the year, you don't get to like play with those players because there's no trading between squads. Yeah. Um, So I would definitely make sure that you keep the numbers uh, fairly small. Um, And uh, I think that just in terms of total strikers, you know, there's only so many strikers to go around. Right. And if you had, you know, if you're in a 12 team draft uh, and you, you know, and you have to pick the 36th striker, you're looking at like a guy who doesn't play on, Brighton or something like that, right? I mean, well, yeah, totally presumably, random. if you miss out, if you're if you're twelfth to pick and you miss out on all the big strikers, I think your first pick has to be a mega goal scoring midfielder. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think the strategy we're both going to go for out of the gate is to find goals, but, uh, goal yeah. scorers in our drafts. I think the the fun thing about doing, and I'm, I'm you know, we'll see how this goes, but I think that you know, two person draft can be kind of fun because. Um, it just means every, you know, especially if you put like a little money on the line, like we have yeah. just a little bit, not just yeah. a, a little taste, uh, then, um, it means, you know, you, you don't have the frustration that you typically have when you're watching the game, which is, oh no, you know, um, 42% of the league has Alexis Sanchez and he's not in my fantasy squad. Um, I like, can't even watch this match. Now, now you're going to have like half of all the good players in the league because they're going to be, uh, because you know, there's no price limits, uh, in that draft game. Josh, 47 seconds until the draft begins. Now, so the ground rules here are as soon as that clock countdown clock hits zero, either you or I will get the ping that we're first to pick, and then we have 90 seconds to pick a player, okay. and then it shifts over to the other guy, and then they have 90 <laughs> seconds. So Definitely a podcast first for us, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do a full-on panic uh, once, once, the, once our picks start. Bear, bear, bear with us. If it, if it sounds like nonsense, yes, as Josh says, we're just kind of freaking out about uh, the just watching the, the countdown of 90 seconds. All right. So All right. So. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. All right. We're live. We're live. Who have who, to start it? Let's see. Who's got it? Is it? It's it's me. Oh. <laughs> Brandon feels a little sore because Brandon was going to be picking first in the last draft. But yeah, we did a dry run and we had to cancel it. I had first pick. <clears throat> All right. Well, I picked the notorious slow starter, Harry Kane, with my first yeah. pick. All right, so that means uh, I've got uh, I've got a countdown clock of a minute twenty two right here, but I know I'm going to go right for Romelu Lukaku. 
Before I hit this, Josh, I have to ask you, did you see Big Rom's goal against Manchester City a couple nights ago? It was a very nice goal. It was excellent. I mean, uh, Ederson, uh, which, by the way, are we not excited that there's a new game eater in the, <laughs> in the Premier League? Who's, he's the son of the other two. The son of eater. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Eater kind of made a mistake. But that angle that Rom took that goal from was Eater, really like, already looks bad. Like clearly, like there's some like there's some kind of curse of Joe Hart or something, and like everyone who's gonna try to take his spot is gonna you know play terribly. Yeah, I, like Joe Hart buried some curse bones of an old <laughs> goalkeeper in the in the middle of uh, the Etihad Stadium. All right, all right, I'm gonna hit draft on on Big Rom. He's my first pick. Okay, all right. So now now we get into some interesting stuff because. Um, so the draft game, the way they have it set up here, um, you you can actually um, they kind of rank things for you a little bit, and it's kind of like best player available. Um, and uh, so you and I have drafted the first and third best players available, according to whatever whoever set up these rankings here. Uh, but the the next player, the player I would in theory draft. Uh, and I'm, I'm certainly leaning towards it, but we'll see, is Alexis Sanchez. Oh, wow, you're leaning towards well, him. Well, okay. I'm not leaning towards him. I'm really thinking about it. But do I dare take Alexis Sanchez, uh, you know, given that he might go to PSG? Because if he leaves PSG, I've blown a second-round pick on Alexis. Yeah. Um, do I take Aguero? You know, he's a very tempting option. Uh, you know, with the second pick, but maybe Gabriel Jesus is, you know, even a better option. I love this. It's like I'm on who wants to be a millionaire right now. And you're, you're talking yourself through all of the various, uh, answers. All right. Well, I am, uh, God, this is tough. You know what? (laughs) All right. I got, I got 25 seconds left here. I am going to go off the board, Brandon. I'm going to do a wild card pick here and I'm actually going to pick up, uh, Murata. Wow. Yeah, I know. That was unexpected. Whoops! Oh wait, why can I not draft him? You've got a, you've got ten seconds. Hit that oh, you're button. You're picky. It's oh, a snake I'm, draft. Oh, it's a snake draft. Yeah. Hurry, oh, hurry. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we were talking that whole time. I and I. Sorry, did you pick somebody? I did. I picked. I picked Kevin. I picked Kevin De Bruyne. Oh my God, that was that, uh, was, that really was hilarious. Stressful. Okay, so what happened? Just what happened there was, it is a snake draft. So say it's eighteen. Or what's the max number of guys you can have in your league? Uh, I, I think it's like gendered words like guys. Yeah. Um, so if you're if there are twelve and you're twelfth to pick, you'll also be thirteenth to pick. So this is insane. We get so now we get two picks in a row. Each. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, we're so, figuring this out live. Yeah, I love right, this. Sorry, everybody. All right, so I am going to pick. Uh, whew, all right, I am going to pick uh, Murata, who I sort of already already yeah i might have been able to get him on the board later so that, that i might regret that pick yeah uh so now i have to predict who you would have gone for i kind of want to stick it to you on this I'm picking again oh. though Brandon. oh you're picking again <laughs> uh all right i am i guess i'm a little worried about your your man city coverage so i am uh going to pick there's a choice to right. make here yeah. i picked aguero Okay, I would have gone Aguero too. Um, uh, all right, I think now uh, using your logic about Man City coverage, I don't have any Spurs players yet. Um, so there he is, the Englishman himself, Delhi. All right, I like it, Delhi. You've been drafted. So the interesting thing for me now is I have actually filled up all of my forward spots already. 
<laughs> uh, it moves very fast, people. In case you, in case you did not know that, I mean, I, I, I had a few, you know, targets in mind that I wanted on my team. So I feel. All right, don't, don't, don't confuse me. I'm trying to pick oh, my, sorry, uh, right. my second pick here. <laughs> I'm going to be listening to what you're saying, and I'm going to be focusing on what I need to do. Um, wow, I might, I'm actually going to go with uh, Christian Eriksen. I'm just going to go all in on wow. Spurs midfield to cancel out Harry Kane. That that does scare me a little bit. I have to admit. All right. All right, so I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna go for some some value here, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a risk, and I'm gonna bring in. Uh, wait, it is my pick, right? It is your pick. Yeah, you've got a, a one minute and nine seconds. Right, I'm gonna go with Alexis Sanchez here. Wow. Now, okay. I'm just hoping that he does not go to PSG, but I think as a as a fourth round pick, I think I'm getting pretty good value there. Yeah, I mean, if 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 he doesn't move, then what a s- sensational guy to have for the whole season. Um, all right. And then I feel like it is time to time to get a little extra, a little, little value here. Do I go? Okay. I think I'm going to go with, this is, this is actually pretty tough. I'm like, I I don't don't know if this is good podcast or not, Brandon. I can't, I can't decide. It's great. This is, this is all golden. Okay. All right. This is the drama. People, if people could see your face right now, as I can, you're, you're just squirming. You don't in my chair. (laughs) All right. I'm going to pick Philippe Coutinho. Nice. I like it. Okay. Um, I was, I was itching to pick Mesut Ozil here, but, uh, I'm going to just jump on Mr. Lacazette now because I only have Lukaku on my front line. Right. you got to start start filling that up. Yep. So Lacazette is in there. And, gosh, uh, I'm tempted to go with Ozil again. Uh, you love Ozil. You, like, you just, you know, Ozil's your guy. He's he's done well for me over the years. Um, but, gosh, now I'm looking at these. You picking Coutinho... We before before we sat down to do this pod, we were watching the first half of Liverpool Leicester City and the Asia Trophy tournament. Yep. And you know, I I probably already need to regret the the shade I threw at Mo Salah <laughs> wow. in our preview wow. podcast or Talk our about recency bias. <laughs> yeah, Mo yeah. Salah score a headed goal, and suddenly you're uh, you're convinced. Ah, uh, jeez. But then there's Gabriel Jesus. Uh, I've got an extra forward spot. That's true. Wow, what's it going to be? I, lo- I love how I'm just basically telling you all the guys on my on my same, want list. I'm doing list. the same thing. I know. This is not how, like, if you've ever done an NFL draft, it is the quietest thing in the world. <laughs> Nobody's talking. <laughs> okay, I guess I have to make a choice here. I have 15 seconds. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm gonna go. Oh shoot! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go Mo Salah. Mo Salah. All right. Okay, I've got two picks in a row now. Uh, that was down to the wire. That was like one second left. I was a little nervous. Who do you think they were gonna pick for me? I was nervous for you. That like was, Slamini. Yeah. Um. I thought, uh, yeah, I don't know who they, I think they probably would have picked the best available, which means you would have got uh, an injured Eden Hazard on your squad. I mean, he's going to be a great waiver wire pickup in like, you know, five game weeks or so. 
All right. Uh, same with Sadio Mane, for that matter. I mean, a lot of these players. How is that waiver? How do so with on the waiver? We uh, do we have a budget that we can? It's not, uh, a, it's not a budget because there's no budget in this game. Okay. Uh, it is you put in a waiver request, and then the team that is uh, doing worse, right? So like, and you uh, okay. Go, so for us, it'll be a head-to-head league. So we points each week. Okay. Uh, the person that d- that does worse, if you guys both put in the same claim for the player, gets that player, and then. When there's 24 hours to go before the game week starts, it's just a free-for-all. Yep. Whoever you bring in, you can bring free in. Free transfers. Yeah, free transfers. Exactly. All right, Josh, you got less than 30 seconds right, here. So I am going to um, – yeah, I am actually going to pick up uh, Ozil. So i got a very Arsenal-heavy squad now. and You don't have the guy that counts, though. You don't have Lacazette. That's true. That's true. Man, I'm, like, just filling up all my uh, – my midfield. I'm, 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 I worry that I'm filling up my midfield spots too quickly right now, but um, I am going to get uh, Leroy Sané as well. Yeah, you, good you, pick. You, I know you were looking at Sané. You were hoping he would still be on the board. Well, you kind of helped me make my next decision because uh, Gab Jesus has been lingering here near, near the top for a little too long. Yeah, yeah. I almost picked him over Aguero, so I, I'm, I'm surprised you did. He would be the biggest forward not for either of us not to have in our squad. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I can't see that happening. I can't see uh, neither of us going without. Does it? Neither, is that a double picks, negative? You've got two picks in a row, so I think that's an obvious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so Jesus, uh, he's in. And now, uh, so that fills up my forward bracket. All right. And I guess we'll do a rundown of our final yeah. teams just at the end of this though, podcast. The forward. So both of us, our forward spots are filled now. Uh, I have uh, Harry Kane, Alvaro Morata, and Sergio Aguero. Try fitting that into your standard uh, FPL team. Uh, and you've got uh, Romelu Lukaku, uh, Lacazette, and Gabriel Jesus. So uh, neither of us have picked defenders or goalkeepers. I'm going to go all the way to the back, and I'm going to get a goalkeeper, and David De Gea is coming in. Oh, nice. Interesting. You love De Gea. He's like a he's a player that you enjoy having in your squad. I do. I feel like David De Gea would be a great guy to play video games with on a Friday night. <laughs> All right. So now we are going to probably start digging into uh, some of the deeper deeper spots here. Uh, I am also going to go defender with this pick, uh, and I'm going to bring in Marcus Alonso, who um, I feel like uh, you know I feel like he was uh, he was on the board as long as uh, he was you know I feel like getting him with the what is it the Ninth pick in the draft. That feels like a pretty good slot. Yeah, that is that is kind of crazy that that we waited that long on on Big Mark, who I will now refer to him as Mark, <laughs> or, or, or just yeah, Big Mark, Big Mark. Um, All right, your your pick again. You've got a minute and five seconds. Yep, yep. Okay, so I've got I've got one midfield spot left right now. I've got Sanchez, Coutinho, Ozil, Sane. Um, so the players that were in that midfield spot, you've got you got Riyad Mahrez, who's kind of tempting. You've got. Uh, you know a few different uh a few different players from uh from man city who are like varying degrees of, of tempting not not too much really uh so i think i'm going to look at um another defender and i'm going to bring in with 30 seconds left let me think about this a little bit more brandon <laughs> you get, there's some interesting, the clock interesting here, defender Josh. options interesting goalkeeper options here um yet 20 seconds left all right, I'm going to close out, and I'm going to bring in um, Ospilicueta. So I've got two. I've got wow. Two, yeah, two Chelsea defenders. 
Okay. Uh, doubled up on Chelsea. Um, I'm going to pick a defender. And I'm going to keep it in Manchester. And uh, Mr. Kyle Walker. Wow. Attention. Can you get Kyle on the phone? I have some big news for him. <laughs> get his, get, his, yeah, get his, uh, his agent on the phone. Yeah. I want a giant, a giant publisher's clearinghouse check delivered to Kyle Walker's front door. He just got drafted into the BK Broilers. All right. So let's – you got 90 seconds to your next pick. How many um, – What's your, how many midfield slots have you filled up? Have you filled up all of them? Uh, I have filled up four of five. So have I. What's, well, who are your four? Four midfielders. I've got KDB, Deli Ali, Christian Eriksen, and Mo Salah, who I have to admit was a little <laughs> bit of a panic. I, I, I talked about that pick for a little too long. I freaked out. and I've got, I've got Sanchez, Coutinho, Ozil, Sané. So it's a yeah, very uh, top six heavy. Okay, I, I'm kind of freaking out about your double city coverage. So, or not your your uh, your double Chelsea coverage. I mean, so Gary Cahill, you've been drafted. Wow. Okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. Now I am. You know, it's. I think I need to bring in a keeper at this point, and yeah, you don't have a, any keepers I don't, yet, I don't right? Have any keepers yet? It's, there's some interesting options. Uh, there's Cotois, which would be a very, a very Chelsea heavy uh, defense. That's too much, Josh. It, it does feel. Like, I feel like you would not be able to enjoy a single Chelsea match this year if I had Aspilicueta, Alonso, and Cotois. Uh, but that also feels like I don't know if I need triple, uh, yeah, Chelsea coverage. Uh, I think the best keeper on the board right now is probably. Uh, Hugo Lloris. Um, so, yeah. so Hugo Lloris, as I'm looking at, let me just look at some defenders. Can we have more than three players from a particular team in our draft squad? I do not know. We're going to have to test that at some point, probably. We are going to have to test that at some point, aren't we? I hadn't even thought about that. I, I think I think you can. Okay. Yeah, because have we done that yet? I guess neither of us have, have we? We haven't yet. So you, I'm on. This is, I'm, this is a test. This is a test. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I am. I'm looking at the defenders right now. You've got you've got James Milner, who's kind of interesting. Um, you know what? The clock the clock is running down. The Brandon. So I am gonna my for my first pick. I got two in a row here. I'm gonna draft uh, Hugo Lloris. Oops. I like that pick. Okay, it's over to me. Nope, actually, I think it's back to me still. No, it, I've I've got it over here. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. Did you only pick one? Um, I don't know. I, I just like accidentally. Uh... Did you actually accidentally draft? Uh... Oh, I think I drafted Larise and Cotois by accident. <laughs> oh, so, all right. I, I'm done with uh, my keepers now. That's one. That's one heck of a rotation you've got there. <laughs> there is a single. You know what? It, it won't matter because I'll just I can I'll bring in Heaton or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there will be a good value keeper actually, that's that's on the waiver. Hit, I hit a button on my screen and my window expanded really quick. You, know, you ever have that happen? Where like and I had I couldn't minimize it in time. I got to work on my my two tap. Uh, you know, typing. I'm all right. Type. All right. I need to focus here. I need to focus. Um, okay. Uh, much is being made of, of Kieran Trippier. And I like him. I'm covering your, your Hugo Lloris pick. And also, I think Trippier, he's going to be getting a, a lot of assists this season. Okay. I like that. I like that. 
So Trippier's in. Okay, so I have one goalkeeper left, two defenders left, and one midfielder left. Uh, I've been on a real defender jag here. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. I feel like I shouldn't sit on this midfield slot for too much longer. And I think I need a little rotation here in my midfield. That's true. And well, I saw you. are you looking at your um, your notes, Brandon? I've got my I've got a sticky on my your my Mac player, laptop. Best player a, available. A floating sticky. Uh, I have Henrik Mkhitaryan up here, but I keep coming back to Mister Sigurdsson. Hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm not interested. I'm not interested. <laughs> Going back to my Southampton shout, Cedric Suarez, he's in. Wow. That's a that's a Okay, I like that pick. I've got like all except for Gary. I've, you want some attacking players there. Okay, um I'm actually I was hoping you wouldn't draft Sigurdsson because Sigurdsson is a player that I'm looking at right now. So if you see my 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 team, I I've, I've got one midfield slot left. Uh I've got three defender slots left. I have accidentally picked both of my goalkeepers, <laughs> uh, although it's fine. I've got Coutouin Lloris. It's a, it's a, uh, you know, I just realized you can only field 11 players though, right? So yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. So you can yeah, just, you can just have some, somebody for fun if you want. I know. Well, I, that'll be very bold. Like if I, you know, when they, when they have like a tough matchup, it's going to be like uh, hands through the, you know, watching through my fingers. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I'm going to actually draft uh, whether he stays at Swansea or moves to Everton, which has been rumored forever. I think that Gilfie Sigurdsson is a uh, is a pretty good shot for my fifth midfield slot. The other player I would look at is Riyad Mahrez, actually, uh, especially if he goes to Arsenal. Um, but, and again, I hate the, this recency bias, but you and I just watched him hit a strike that was... You've got 19 seconds, by the way. four miles per hour. He knows what he's picking. I know what I'm doing. Uh, all right, so uh, I'm drafting. I've done it. I've drafted Gilfie Sigurdsson into my team. My midfield is complete. So now I have I have one more pick to go, and I have uh, uh, I have three defender slots left. So now I got to look all all defenders. So you just go nuts, go nuts on the defense. Yeah, I'm just going to keep bringing in Chelsea defenders, Brandon. Just <laughs> full on. It's interesting. Almost all the defenders at the top of this list are. Um, are uh, injured right now. Uh, Danny Rose, Moses, Coleman, to, to varying degrees. Uh, I think I need some Man United coverage, though, so I'm going to bring in uh, Antonio Valencia, or Tony V. Tony V. All right, it's back to me. Uh, I'm So now, I, now there's no pressure for me to pick a midfielder <laughs> uh, because you have you've selected all your you're off of midfielders. So I'm going to leave that final midfield slot for my last pick because now we're competing. This is good strategy. See, this is why we're, this is why it's good that we're doing this last. <laughs> that people who are who are, you know have the benefit of our mistakes, including don't accidentally hit the draft keeper button twice. So we are playing, uh, we're competing for defenders right now. How many defender slots do you have open? Uh, I have, uh, I think I have two slots open. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at my list here. Uh, I've got Nathan Ake on my list. Mm, I, don't, I don't know about that. Uh, this was pretty fast with only two people. You really, uh, you really blast through these, don't you? Yeah, you really do. God, if you had Nathan Ake, that that is like a that is a very rotating defense. You've got Ake and uh, 
and uh, Cedric. I'm not trying to talk you out of it or anything. It's just that it's it's interesting. It's bad, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, all right, I like. I'm double. I'm double coverage now on City, and I uh, picked Vincent Company. Okay. Yikes! I don't have any City defenders. Okay, so I've got Kyle Walker and Vincent Company from City, uh, and now I need another goalkeeper to join Mr. De Gea. Uh, who who would be good friends with De Gea? Ederson. They. That's a lot of city, though. <laughs> it's too much city. I don't. I don't. I don't share your same strategy. Your Chelsea strategy. Oh, wait, wait, so that means you have more than three city players already, right? Let's see. So I have I have Gab Jesus, KDB, Company, and Walker. I have four yeah, city okay. players. So you can't okay. pick more than three. That answers that question. All right. So um, rotation. It is. And I'm going to go ahead and bring in somebody who could be valuable on the waiver, and that's Tom Heaton. Okay, I like it. Yep, that's a, it's almost a defensive move right there. Yep. Uh, all right, so I actually have um, I have my final two picks of the draft. Um, I, I actually know who my next pick is going to be, so I'm going to I'm going to talk to I'm going to talk about my team real quick, Brandon. Oh, you can talk about whatever you want. The floor is yours. <laughs> floor is, I have the floor. You just want to like talk a, about events like of senator. the day? Yeah, the floor is mine right now. I've got the gavel. Uh, all right, so I've got Lloris and Cotois as my uh, keepers. I have Alonso and Azpilicueta as my defenders, and Valencia, the two open slots. Uh, midfield is, um, I actually only have one Liverpool player right now, uh, and that's Coutinho. Uh, we actually, neither of us have a lot of Liverpool, do we? I mean, Firmino is still on the board. Yeah, it's it's just Salah and Coutinho, yeah. who look like they're going to be a pretty good I know, duo. It's interesting, yeah. Um, and uh, so I've got Sanchez, Coutinho, Ozil, Sané, and Sigurdsson in my midfield. Uh, and then Kane, Morata, Aguero in the forward line. So I am going to um, – I think I need some um, – some uh, a little extra Spurs coverage. So I'm actually going to bring in Toby Alderweireld, who I feel like is almost a steal with the 14th pick in the draft. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, all right. And that leaves me with one final slot. I've got, I've got a minute 20 to go here. I'm looking at the, the list of defenders. Uh, let me pull up. Uh, actually, I, I have a few notes myself, Brandon, if you can believe it. <laughs> Don't believe it. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. Who is still there? You, you, you had the look of a wildly unprepared, un, unprepared because manager. I'm like, I'm like shaking over here. I'm so, I'm so nervous. Um, all right. Is this your last pick? It is my last pick, actually. Yes. Um, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about a little bit of a wild card. I don't know if I call him a wild card pick here exactly. Um, you know, he might be he might be injured. Okay. Well, my defense all full all full up, so you can be very naked about who you're talking about. Got, well, yeah, that's true. I've got. I, I'm, I'm thinking about. There's there's Leighton Baines, but I don't like the start for City, but I, I could stash him on the bench. Right. It's the start for Everton. Yeah, James Milner is a player I'm looking at, too, but he's got a little bit of an injury issue right now. Uh, but I think I think I'm going to take a risk. I might, I might have to end up shelving Milner, or he might have to be the first transfer that I make. Uh, but I'm going to complete my defense and uh, bring in James Milner. Wow, with seven seconds to spare. Seven seconds to spare. Uh, I am finished. You are spent. It's like the. It's just like the end of. Uh, there will be blood. Let's see how red my face is. Right how badly I'm sweating. All right. I was. I was this close in many different times picking Henrik Mkhitaryan, but 
I'm I'm realizing that, and I feel like I've missed out on a couple of really good uh, midfield picks. I'm jealous that you have Coutinho, but I'm just seeing I have zero Chelsea coverage apart from Cahill. I mean, no, your team is like 11 Chelsea players <laughs> that's, at this that's, point. It's actually my team name, 11 Chelsea players. But uh, a lot of big ups for Willian in the preseason. And of course, he could factor a little more heavily. Looking with very seriously for my, my standard fantasy FPL again. Yep, team. yep. So he's looking good. And I think he fills out my midfield pretty solidly. I like that. Uh, but listen, this is the last pick of our live draft. We've got 30 seconds left. I'm just going to let it. So let how it, are you feeling about things? I mean, are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm looking at my team and I'm, I see there's going to be a lot of headaches uh, coming up of who do I sit I on like the bench? I'm, je- I'm jealous of Allie and Erickson. I'm glad that I have Kane. Uh, otherwise, I like, wouldn't be able to watch a Spurs game this year. You got 10 <laughs> seconds left, 8 seconds. Who are you picking? I'm going with William. Now, Woo. draft has the ended. Draft has ended. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to run through my team yeah, well, real why quick. Why don't we go position by position? Okay. All right. Should we, should we start at the back with goalkeepers? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so for me, I'm rotating David De Gea and Tom Heaton. So I guess Tom Heaton gets gets to play whenever Manchester United has a really tough away game. Right, right. And I am I am uh, starting with uh, Hugo Lloris or Thibaut Courtois. My French was pretty good there. It was the best it's ever been. All right, five defenders. Um, I feel like we... <laughs> Yeah, we, we've got some pretty expensive. I, I, I want to calculate how much this team actually costs. Uh, is it like two hundred million? <laughs> We're going to share. Well, well, we'll go ahead and we'll share these posts. Uh, our, our teams uh, on our website too, so people yeah. can take a look. Okay, so my and defense, I've got uh, Kyle Walker, Gary Cahill, Kieran Trippier, Cedric Suarez, and Vincent Company. Okay. I like it, and I'm trying to think if I have any notes here on this team. I like I like the spread that you have. Um, I don't. Um, well, okay. The thing about Walker and company is that you know it's it, it's nice from an attacking standpoint. I, I worry a little bit about Man City's defensive abilities still. Yep. Um, but uh, I mean, they looked very shaky in that uh, friendly Manchester derby. It's true. Yeah, but company is certainly. I mean, the nice thing about. You know, the way these teams are going to look, too, is that um, even the players that come off your bench are going to be solid. So, you know, even if there's some rotation with Pep, um, you're going to be bringing in, you know, Mo Salah or something off the bench. Um, you, you know Salah's on the bench for me, given the, <laughs> given the business between he and That's I. True. That's like, he was like your second pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so my, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what I, if I have any thoughts on your defense. I, I, I like the spread. I, I, I think I should have been thinking more about... The fact that you're fielding 11 players each game week, I should have taken that into account a little more when I fielded my own team instead of just continuing to pick up Chelsea players. Uh-huh. Uh, but, um, you know, but I, I sort of picked my team like I had never watched football except for last year. Like, that was the one <laughs> year. Uh, so, I, yeah, I like the spread. Oh, who do you got? Yeah, you got. Okay, so I've got. Um, sorry, let me pull it up here. I was so busy looking at your team. Uh, I've got Marcus Alonso, Cesar Aspilicueta, uh Antonio Valencia, Toby Alderweireld, and James Milner. Now I've got a, it's pretty attack focused uh, defense. I mean, I guess I guess you could argue that um, Alderweireld and uh, Aspilicueta are more. They tend to get their bonus points for their defensive abilities. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yeah, exactly. And 
as we know, Aspilicueta is the maestro of bonus points. I mean, to have to have both Dave and Big Mark, mm-hmm. I mean, the two most American-sounding defensive <laughs> players in the entire Premier League, Dave and Mark. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's good. name is Caesar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, you're going to get a lot of points from those guys too. So, and, and, and Milner, you know, there's a lot of talk and debate about Milner and his, him being on pens. Right. I, I, if they could get somebody like Virgil van Dyke into the center of that Liverpool defense, then I like the Milner pick for a, a 15, lot more. For a 15th pick in the draft though. I certainly feel good it's about awesome. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, yeah. So I think your D looks pretty good. I don't think you're going to regret doubling or even tripling on Chelsea. <laughs> I might be rooting against some Man City clean sheets, but that, but I feel pretty good about my defense. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's stick with your team, Josh, because I've got it pulled up here too. What's your midfield? Right, so the like? midfield is uh, kind of risky early pick. I, I brought in Alexis Sanchez. I'm, I'm hoping that Arsene Wenger is, um, is speaking the truth when he says he won't be moved this year. And if, if, if true, then it's great value to get Alexis Sanchez with the fourth pick in the draft. Yep. Um, and he uh, has not appeared in uh, nary a single Arsenal Instagram post preseason, which does worry me. It's a risk, you know, but how, how far could he fall, really, right? I mean, you know, if, 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 if we were in like an eight-person draft, maybe I don't take him with my first pick. But in a draft like this where it's just you and I, yeah, uh, I th- he was going to go eventually. You know, we couldn't just sit on Sanchez. And lose Worst case right scenario, you you had dump him on the waiver at at some point down the line, and you've got four other really quality midfielders to play in his place. I think when this, well, yeah, when we finish going through our team, we can talk about um, we can talk about who's like remaining right now, who's available on the waiver wire. Okay, uh, but, okay, so I've got Sanchez. I've got uh, Philippe Coutinho, um, Mesut Ozil, Leroy Sané, and Gilfie Sigurdsson. Solid, solid midfield. I feel Sanchez and Coutinho in particular, I feel good about. And Ozil, we'll see. You know, you've got like a super assist midfield here. It is a very assist heavy midfield, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, Gilfy, you know, Gilfy can get some get some goals. Yeah, yeah I, I like that pick. Though. Yeah, certainly with your okay. So yeah, I was gonna say with with your midfield, it's a little more goal oriented. Yeah, um, I was excited to get Kevin De Bruyne early on in the draft. I was kind of focused on picking him up. I mean, he was he was. Um, a little divisive at the start of last season, but came on strong. Uh, all signs point to him having an amazing season. So glad to have him. And then I've got the 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 dynamic duo in Spurs midfield with Deli Ali and Christian Eriksen, right. uh, Mohamed Salah and William. So um, Mo Salah and William kind of question marks there and. Like their productivity probably will be good, but less consistent than what I'm looking at with with Ali Erickson and De Bruyne. Yeah, but I mean, it's interesting that even in a two person draft, by the time you get down to your both of our fifth midfielder slots, we're already picking players that we don't feel great about. You would think that with only two of us, there are surely ten midfielders that you feel really good about. But you know, if we were in a larger draft, I would definitely someone like Will Zaha. I mean, I might have been a little more focused on players that I know are going to uh, play every game week, you know, game week in and in and out. I mean, even someone like Sané is a little bit of a concern. And um, I think in a bigger draft, in like, you know, if, let's say there was eight of us. Um, yeah. I don't think I would have loaded up on too many Man City players, for example, because um, it's just, you know, you could have a terrible game week if, uh, if it's one of the, you know, if it's like before a Champions League game week or something. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, so our midfields, our mil- midfields are there. They're looking pretty good. 
um, forward lineup. Uh, you got the first pick, and of course, I think everyone will see in their drafts that the first pick out of the gate will be Harry Kane or a striker. I think Lukaku you could make a case for as well. Uh, my concern is that, you know, Kane is, uh, and I, I did pick Kane, of course, because I think over 38 weeks you want Kane. Uh, the concern is, um, you know, they're playing in Wembley. They're not playing in White Hart Lane this year. Uh, they have not played well in Wembley. But, you know, to me, that's not a statistically significant yeah. you know, number of games. I don't know that we can draw any, like, firm conclusions about him. This is what I actually like, going back to my defense. And Kieran Trippier, uh, he's he's known for his ability to cross the ball. I'm curious to see how he looks at Wembley, because Wembley is sort of a notoriously large pitch. Right. And I think he'll have a lot of space to be putting service in. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a little pet theory I'm working on. And then uh, I've got uh, Alvaro Morata, who I picked. Uh, probably I probably could have got him a little bit later, uh, but he's someone that I'm really high on. Um, just a... Uh, you know he's he's 24 too. I mean he's he's talked about as a very young player, but he's actually um, he's been a really promising player for a few years. I, he's on my he's on my radar maybe a little more than than other people because uh, there's all the talk that Arsenal was going to pick up Morata or they were going to try to bring in Morata like maybe three or four years ago uh-huh. uh, and it didn't work out. And then he I think he went to Juve for a year and then he went back to Real. Uh, but in Real he couldn't you know he couldn't make the starting lineup. But it's I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder yeah, exactly. I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, Hamas Rodriguez and Gareth Bale can't always, can't always make the starting lineup there. So yeah, it's, it's not really a black mark on a player, but I think he's going to slot in from, from week one. Um, I don't have any, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not worried about Batshuayi. I mean, I think that they'll, to me, Batshuayi is, uh, he's still like, I think he's just 20 or something like that. You know, he's still going to be a bench player. I mean, of Morata, they brought the money in for him to start every game week. Yep. Absolutely. Batshuayi is probably like, maybe he'll get a few more consistent, substitutions at the uh you know 78th minute or something Except, like that yeah and uh, Sergio Aguero is my third pick and that, that's actually the one that I'm like a little nervous about um I mean I have a lot of Sergio Aguero is kind of in that Sanchez category where if it if it works out it's great it's kind of like a, it's like a high risk high reward pick yeah uh, but if he starts making the bench if he's gets injured if he rotates um it could cause a lot of headaches I mean, between between Jesus and Aguero, I would have jumped on Aguero first, all the same. Yeah. Even though for me, I ended up with uh, Jesus and then Romelu Lukaku and Lacazette at Arsenal rounds up my forwards. And Lacazette, uh, I've talked about him in in various tones of ignorance over our last few podcasts. Uh And, uh, you know, he came in a little more expensive than I had predicted and... Uh, I'm thinking about Europa rotation and things like that. And Arson just seems like a manager that is going to prioritize the league. Mm-hmm. And I can see Lacazette um, playing uh, consistently in league matches. Oh, totally. I mean, he's, he's a player that I'm thinking about very seriously for my, my standard um What do we want to call the other one? The standard league or whatever. The, the, I guess we could just call it the FPL maybe. Uh, I'm thinking about him too, even though the Arsenal's fixtures aren't ideal to start the season. But I'm just I'm so convinced that he's going to slot into that team well. Yeah. Um, and uh, so okay, so let's see who is who's available uh, to to sign, Brandon. And you can do that by going to the transactions tab. Okay, I couldn't quite figure that one yeah, so out. Hit the transactions tab, and then if you scroll down, um, 
you can see uh, all the players listed there. But if if neither of us have them, there's a red like box Got that it. says sign. Sign. Okay. And first up here I see is Eden Hazard and. I can see him getting picked up um, pretty quickly because he's available. I would think, yeah, as soon as yeah. he's available, because once Hazard comes back from injury, we're probably both going to have a problem area in our midfield that needs fixing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we got Hazard, who's still available. Um, I, I suppose Diego Costa is still available, although he's still he's on he's on the way out. Uh, I'm just I'm just looking through the the the, the way that they're ranked on the on the site. Yeah, here. no, I'm with yeah. you. I'm scrolling. Um, Sadio Mane is another player who, who could be worth picking up later. Uh, Roberto Firmino is one. You know, if Aguero gets injured or when Aguero gets injured, I should say, um, I'll have to look very seriously at bringing in uh, Firmino. Mane, do you think Mane makes it pretty quickly into either of our teams if he's healthy coming into this season? Well, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, I guess I like him more than like Gilfie Sigurdsson or something. Yeah, it's tough. That Liverpool team is going to be confounding any which way you play the fantasy game because uh, with with the Champions League going on, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of pressure on Klopp. Yeah, for sure. To get some points there there's gonna be heavy rotation neither of us have any Leicester players and uh you know I think Vardy and Mares are still on the board I thought about Mares over Sigurdsson with my fifth midfield pick uh just because um I don't really know why I mean I guess that you know Vardy if if, if Mares goes to um Arsenal I think he'll be a lot more valuable but I maybe Var. I mean I don't want to think maybe it's maybe it's just the fan in me I mean I uh-huh. only didn't pick him I guess so I don't believe in him that much but yeah I don't want to think that he was a one season wonder you know I want him to to come back and play well next year we were just admiring the visage of uh Craig Shakespeare and he doesn't like instill you with a lot of confidence we were, we were predicting which which game week he was gonna get fired this year uh you what did you guess game week 12 I guess game week twelve, either either before or after or within, maybe maybe in the midst of game week twelve. And I guess the second international break, so I think that's like game week seven or eight. Yep. Uh, who else? I guess neither of us have any um, Bournemouth players, right? You didn't bring no them. Bournemouth. I talked about Ake, but of course Defoe is sitting there. He had a great strike rate, or he, he had a, a strike rate that's worth discussing from last season. We had no belief in any of the Manu midfielders. Mkhitaryan's still there. Uh, Paul Pogba, who neither of us really rate that highly as a as okay. a fantasy player. I mean, as a regular sure. player, I certainly rate him. But as a fantasy, you you were you were talking about actually just changing course and making our podcast entirely about the study of why he can't shoot, how and why. Pogba I think we should rename shoot. the Always Cheating Podcast why Pogba why Pogba can't shoot uh, an analysis. Cold what about analysis? What about Palace? Christian Benteke, uh, Zaha. A lot of interesting options there. I could see Palace being a team that you can rotate off the bench. Yeah, in draft I guess so. I mean, Zaha for sure. I mean, Benteke sucks. I mean, he doesn't suck. I don't know. What, 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 how do you rate Benteke? I mean, he, he's, I don't rate him as one of the 10 best strikers in the league. He's got a skill set. I mean, my read on him is he, he hasn't really figured out how to harness his emotions on the field, and he's always kind of a little out of his head. Would you rather have Josh King or Christian Benteke? Whew, that's a good question. Um, I mean, just from a just from a you only live once perspective, it's got to be Josh King. I think I mean, even from a even from a, a fantasy perspective, I think you want King. I mean, you know, assuming that you believe you know what he did in the second half of last season. No Raheem Sterling for you? No, no, yep, no Sterling, no Bernardo Silva. Uh, yeah, so 
a lot of interesting players on the board. Obviously, we only picked you know thirty out of uh, you know out of what like five hundred players or four hundred four hundred seventy nine total. Yep, it it's going to be interesting to see which which the most random person who gets a hot hand ends up in our, our draft yeah, team. I agree. So watch, watch this space. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the, uh, the always cheating live draft. I hope it was, uh, I hope it was interesting. I don't know if it was insightful or not. You'll have to tell us if there are, if there are any, anything that you feel like we might've experienced, but didn't talk about, you have questions about how to run your own draft. Just send us mess a message on social media or send us an email and we, we're happy to fill you in. Even just finding the website was kind of tricky, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no link to it on the, the FPL site kinda, that I can It's see. like a soft launch right now. So it's, it's draft.premierleague.com. And, uh, yeah, so check it out. And uh, I have to say, we didn't really experience any bugs in the draft itself. So it seems like the site's running smoothly. It seems like it's running smoothly. We certainly did, you know, we knew we were doing. I mean, I guess I'd be a little nervous if there were eight people all like skyping in to do this or whatever yeah. but um you know it was yeah it was a pretty smooth experience overall so anyway so if you're new to the podcast uh where can people find us brandon yeah so our website is alwayscheating.com which has all of our contact info but we spend a lot of our idle time on twitter on twitter we're at hail cheaters h-a-i-l cheaters on facebook facebook.com slash always cheating and you can email us at hail cheaters at gmail.com that's right. And, uh, yeah, I'm missing anything else. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, yeah, subscribe SoundCloud. wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, rate and review if you like the show. We really appreciate that. You can support the podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash alwayscheating. Yeah, I, I guess that covers it. So uh, we'll be back. <laughs> this is like our, I, I don't think either of us know how to sign off because normally our podcasts run about four hours. Uh, and we're like, hey, it's only 55 minutes. <laughs> All right, Josh. Well, good luck to you in this this new fancy iteration of our 50-buck cup. It's going to be a fun season. and uh, I think so, too. All right, Brandon. Cheers. Poku forever. Pogba can't shoot. <laughs>